Hey everybody and welcome to podcast 45, oh my god almost 50. This time I talk about the differences in games between sort of overpowered heroes and the older style which is not so overpowered and some modern games too which is more you know balanced and not quite overpowered. Enjoy the show! I'd like to start with a few brief comments about the podcasting style again. For me, style is just as important as content when listening to a podcast. If I don't agree with the style of the podcast, I am just as likely to drop it as if it sounds bad or if I'm not interested in the content. I was listening back to some of my older podcasts, and I noticed that in terms of pacing and style, they were quite a bit different than some of the stuff I've done recently. Some of them are just about the same, but some of them are different enough. I thought that maybe some of those earlier listeners may not be listening anymore. So I thought I'd clarify why some of those differences have come about. A lot of it, as I mentioned in the Terabad Sounding podcast, have to do with my amount of times I can record and the locations I can record from. A lot of times lately I've gotten down to one or maybe two recording sessions, And those recording sessions have been very short and tight, and I I don't really have a choice as to, you know, how I can record or how long I have to record. So a lot of that has just made me feel really stressed out, and I've really kind of sped through them, as opposed to some of the older stuff that I was re-listening to, which is more akin to a couple of friends talking late night on the phone than, you know, somebody listening to a quick lecture somewhere. Also, the content will have to do with, you know, how it sounds and how it's organized. Some of the stuff that is more like a discussion on something will sound more like a lecture. And so that's kind of unavoidable. So this is just a pointer note saying that, you know, I would really like to return to that style. As I mentioned in the Terabad Sounding podcast, a lot of the conditions and restrictions of my life right now kind of prevent a return to that style. But if you were considering stopping listening or, you know, you might know somebody who already has stopped listening because of those changes... You might want to let them know I am going to try more and more to return to that style. I'm going to try and you know change things up so that I get more chances to record in that old style, more chances to record in a in sort of a calm and stress-free environment so that I can record in that style. And then, you know, as I also mentioned in that podcast, my life is changing. There are things that I can't control. So I'm going to try and control as much as I can. But, you know, feel free if there is something I add, if there is something I take out, if there is something that changes, you know, feel free to email me at rabbit at rabbit.com. Or if you friend me on Facebook at rabbit.com, you can post a comment on my wall. I guess you can't message uh, business type things on Facebook, just people. That's kind of weird, but, you know, it is what it is. Those of you who are moderately clever or more will figure out a way to message me on Facebook if you really want to. Wink, wink. But either either way works fine. You know, people can comment on the podcasts, uh, you know, whenever you want. Or, uh, you know, message me privately by email. It's fine, you know. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. And if something, you know, like the the style of the podcast does change, and you, you like it or you don't like it or you miss, or you miss a particular thing that I might not be doing anymore, you know, just let me know. I'm going in after it! It's fine!
Lately, I've been noticing it seems that games are focusing more and more on a single really awesomely powerful character. That single character will save the world or save the universe or save everything. It's not about just saving the princess in the castle or saving your one little town anymore. It's about saving this really huge, massive thing that does this incredible thing that nobody else could do. Back in the day, it seemed games focused more on group activities or team activities. And the Bioware games are making a return to that, which is really cool. Even though Bioware games have a team of characters, the main character is often far more powerful than the companion characters. And oftentimes, if you stop fighting or telling them what to do, you can often run into problems like, you know, they're not the smartest and they'll, they'll either get themselves killed or they just won't be powerful enough on their own. Granted, you know, I do love Bioware games. They are one of my favorite developers. And you do kind of need to do that to keep the player, you know, interactive with the the companions and, and actually playing the game. But if you look back to, you know, 20 years ago, which is a very long time, there were a lot more games that focused on, you know, players having teams of characters or a group of characters. And they were all equally powerful. Nowadays, team cooperative games or games that have, you know, casts of characters are seeming to become fewer and fewer. Maybe it's because developers feel it's easier for players to identify with a single powerful character. But I think this might be fostering an idea of separation and isolation among players. And that having everything resting on your shoulders alone is the way it's supposed to be. Maybe it's just because of my current life situation that I'm overly sensitive to this. And while it's, you know, awesome and cool to play these games, I often sometimes wonder if that makes me feel more alone and isolated, you know, in my own life, since I'm, you know, playing through a game where the character is pretty much in a similar situation. I don't know if I really have a huge point with this section. Um, You know, games are games and they will change over time. And this is certainly a fun type of game to play. But I do wonder if it makes me feel, you know, more isolated and alone. And I do sort of wonder why developers are moving away from a a more team-based aspect. Where, you know, you have multiple characters that are equally skilled. It seems curious, and just a point I thought I would bring up. One of the games I've returned to and replayed several times over the years is a game called Thief. The first Thief came out quite a long time ago, about 14 years ago, in 1998. The game I typically replay is Thief 3, which was a bit more recent. But I think one of the most interesting things to me about the Thief series is that you're basically playing this regular guy. He's not at all superpowered, he's not at all overpowered. He's basically unlike any of the pretty much current day heroes or heroines we have in gaming today. He does have a few gadget type things. He has a a flash bomb that he'll use. 
And he, he has a bow and arrow, and there are a couple different types of arrows. One is fire, and one is water, and so, you know, you can put out a light source with the water one, or you can sometimes set stuff on fire with the fire one. But basically, the entire game is about sneaking around and not being discovered. You really have to use the environment and the lighting to your advantage. Pretty much the main thing you want to do is sneak up behind somebody and conk them on the head, or if you're more of a, a murderous type, I guess you could say, you could, you could backstab them and kill them outright. Or you could throat shot him with a, an arrow at long range. But one of the things that Thief focused on was that the bad guys, well, the good guys, I guess in, in this case, would kind of patrol around and they didn't always stick to the same path. So if you knocked out one of the guards or one of the people or one of the bad guys, if you're in an area that actually has bad guy, bad guys, there's always that chance that somebody could run into somebody who had been, you know, killed or knocked unconscious, and they'll be like, <gasps> murder! And then they'll start looking around for you. So you always kind of have to be very careful about who you knock out or kill, where you leave their body, you know, who you decide to sneak past, and if you're sneaking past somebody... You know, you have to remember their patrol route and remember that you left them, you know, awake and alert because you don't want to be running away and, and run into them. But that was always one of the really cool things that I liked about the Thief series is that you weren't this super overpowered guy. You were pretty much an even match. You really only had an advantage if you got the jump on somebody. And if you didn't, you know, you had a couple of ways to panic out of it, as it were. Like I said, you had a flash bomb. So you could temporarily blind them. But you had to be really careful about the flash bomb because it's, it's an area effect item and you don't have a defense against it. So if you're, you throw the flash bomb straight out in front of you and you don't turn away, you can be blinded just as long as the, the guards or whoever else you're trying to blind. So you'd have to kind of drop it and quickly turn you know, to, to be safe from the flash. But it was very balanced in the computer's favor, I guess I could say. So it was it was really very different than modern gaming because at the easiest setting, if you ran up to somebody, let him get alert, and then tried to, you know, fight him one-on-one -on -one with a sword, there's probably about a 50-50 chance he'll kill you. If you have it on anything higher than the easiest setting, he'll, they'll pretty much one-shot you or, you know, maybe two-shot you. And, and you're toast if you, if you try and confront them one-on-one -on -one like that. You really have to focus on staying you know, in the shadows and keeping the advantage. Thankfully, recent news has come about that Thief 4 has been in production for, I think, a couple years now. There's really not any news about it, so we don't really know if the game is you know, picking up from where it left off, or if it's a full restart of the game, or what's going to happen. In the original series, it was a trilogy of a thief named Garrett. And basically, the first game starts out with him getting caught trying to pickpocket somebody. And this is somebody of a secret order called the Keepers. And these guys are basically sort of like Watchers, but they're super, super stealthy. So the fact that Garrett even saw one is, you know, it's a big, huge deal. And the Keeper catches him and he's like, hey, you know, it's very rare that you can see a Keeper let alone try and snatch their purse. We can train you. We can make you a better guy. Why don't you, you know, come join our order? And so the next few games, Garrett's sort of with the Keepers, sort of not with the Keepers. He has his own agenda. He's not really sure what the Keepers are really up to. 
but he pretty much follows, you know, in their order pretty closely. The second game brings in some sort of steampunk elements. There's uh, mechanical guys that run around. They're sort of construct-like. They're partly magic, partly tech. And there's some, you know, machine stuff going around. But it's basically sort of a medieval steampunk type game. And the third one ends pretty much with him solidly being in the Keepers and sort of becoming, by default, one of their higher level members. And at the very end of the game, he catches a little girl who's trying to pickpocket him. So in effect, it's come full circle. You know, Garrett's one of the higher power guys, and somebody, you know, who is young and innocent, you know, saw him when they weren't supposed to, and uh, tried to steal from him. So the question is, you know, are we going to continue the story with Garrett, who, you know, fans of the series know and love, or are we going to pick up somewhere new, you know, in a later time period with this little girl? I don't know. I thought it could be interesting either way. I always thought, you know, if they did a fourth one, it would be kind of cool to see them sort of both playing off each other. You know, sometimes you're Garrett, sometimes you're the little girl, and sort of transition into the new character. But like I said, there's no information out yet, really. There's just a splash page, as far as I know. So we really don't know anything. A a full restart would be really cool. Steve really started to push the tech in terms of lighting and shadowing and basically enemy AI back in the day, long before those techniques were sort of core elements of game design and, you know, basically parts of the, the basic package of the game. They sort of made it up as they went, and they were sort of pioneers in the field in a lot of ways. So I'm really anxious and curious to see just how awesome it's going to be now that all of that stuff, you know, is part of the core design of games. It, you know, is part of the core package that games, you know, call upon for the computer code calls. So uh, we'll see. It should be very cool. Another game that sort of breaks the mold of being, you know, overpowered heroes is Dos X Human Revolution. You have the option to play in full stealth, which I prefer. You know, I can actually play the game without firing a single shot, except for the boss fights, which force you. And there's one level near the end where pretty much the whole section of the the game in that area, you pretty much have to kill a bunch of people because they're basically a bunch of zombies and you have to get past them. There's no other way. You can't stealth past them or anything. But outside of that, I, I pretty much play the game full stealth. And that's an option. You know, in this game... You can spec different ways. You can go full stealth. You can go full combat. So there's a choice. But each of the choices have their own, you know, sort of checks and balances. You know, somebody who's good at combat wouldn't necessarily be good at stealth because the people who are good at stealth, you know, they're spending most of their points on stealthy type things and combat sort of opposite. But I suppose you could hybrid. I don't know how awesome it would be. But I think I played through about three times, and each time I went more and more stealth, and uh, I just preferred it that way. But I thought that was cool because that came out just pretty recently, I think within the last six months. And so that's, you know, a modern game that has sort of that you're not totally overpowered design that I really like because a lot of the games now, you're just so completely overpowered over the bad guys. It's just kind of silly. I mean, it's fun in a different way, but I suppose maybe... I guess I'm just more old school in the way that I like sort of a balanced fight. And just as a side note, the people who made Dos X are the same people who are working on Thief 4. And they also did most of the other Thief games. So probably Thief 4 will have a lot in common with the most current Dos X game, at least most current at the time of this recording. You future people may see something different. I don't know. So that's my thought on uh, 
sort of, I guess, the old ways, which are kind of fading out. You know, there's there's more and more types of games where you're overpowered or you're superpowered or you have this really awesome ability you can use now and then, as opposed to sort of the older style where you're more just this guy and uh, you're trying to get by. For those of you who have not checked out the Mass Effect 3 demo yet, it is still up and available, and the multiplayer aspect will only be up for Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to release this podcast early again, I think, on Saturday, so you only have that to check it out. On Monday morning, they're shutting down the multiplayer servers. You can still do the single-player game if you want after that, but the multiplayer is going to be shut down. Until the game goes live, I guess probably Tuesday morning. So, you know, you're only out 24 hours, I guess. I've never really been one to be that into, you know, multiplayer online games. But I actually really like the way that Mass Effect 3 has done it. In the demo, they've only got two maps accessible. It's kind of implied there's going to be a lot more in the final game. I guess we'll find out Tuesday. But the way that the two maps work is that you've got... 10 different waves of bad guys, and, you know, right now it's just the two maps, so it's pretty much the same type of bad guys on each map. But they, the 10 waves have random elements, so sometimes you see different kinds of bad guys, and sometimes the goal is just to survive the bad guys. And sometimes the goal is to kill four special targets that may be bad guys, or they may be, you know, stationary targets. And sometimes the goal is to defend a certain position, And there's one other one, but I can't remember. But I'm actually pretty into it because it's got those 10 waves, and the 10 waves are random. And then, you know, because of that, it it makes for a very, very different game each time you play, especially since you're playing with, you know, real people. And those real people are probably, well, it depends on who you play with, I guess. But they may or may not be the same people. And so they may or may not do, you know, the same stuff that you expect them to do. Like, you know, I'm sure people in the military or police forces have their buddies they play with online, and they probably have more, you know, precise and regular style that they play in. But, you know, you play with random Joe, you know, that's in the game that you chose. You know, after you kill this one guy, you don't know if he's going to go left, right, or stay put, or go back to a defensive position. You have no idea. So it's pretty interesting that, you know, all the waves are random, and and all the, the guys that come at you come at, you know, different ways. And there's, you know, different people you're playing with that react differently at different times, so I really like that randomized element. Also, your characters are not as powerful in the multiplayer game as they are in the single-player game. You start out with, I think, in the demo, you start out with, like, I think it's like three characters that are unlocked. And I think there's a total 20 that you will eventually unlock if you play long enough. And each one has three different powers instead of however many they have, you know, in the single-player game. I think it's like eight or ten. So there's a lot of variety between the the different characters you can play. And then, uh, you know, the further you get into each mission, you get more bonus experience and you get more bonus money. And when you get to a certain amount of money, you can unlock, you know, a a recruit uh, chest, some sort of, basically a bunch of loot. 
And then there's like a veteran pack as well. Everybody says just save up for the veteran one instead of the the recruit one because it's got better stuff in it. But this stuff can be, you know, stuff you can use on a single mission or it can be weapon mods or it can be different weapons or it can be one of those classes that, you know, you haven't unlocked yet. So it's got this really cool element and style to it that is sort of like, a, I guess, a collectible card game when you get a booster pack. You know, you get the loot box and it's like, ooh, I got this and I got this and I got this. Ooh, I got to collect them all. And so then, you know, as you get more weapons and you get more mods, you can switch stuff out and modify your person and your different people get different levels and you can boost your powers different. And so I'm pretty into it. Uh, I don't know how into it I will be after launch. Usually, you know, with this kind of thing, I get kind of tired out with them. But I did play with Genesee and uh, a few of her friends, and it was really awesome and really fun, and I'm looking forward to playing with them again. I think they're playing in a few hours now, but I am, uh, you know, at work, so I'll be working when they're playing, so I can't play. But in the future, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll play together quite a bit. I don't know. Will I play randomly online? I don't know. Um, I played a couple games today, and I would, you know, like to play some more games. You know, get some more experience, get some more practice with the maps, and, uh, you know, get familiar with the crazy tactics that people are going to do. And, um, you know, it seems like a lot of fun. I'm not one to memorize maps. I don't, I don't like to do that. Plus, it's kind of hard because they don't, they don't show it to you, I don't think, at all. So you kind of have to, you know, mentally memorize it as you're running around. And I'm not one to, you know, really go for all the, you know, achievements and every last little thing I can get. So... You know, I just play while it's fun. You know, I don't fixate over it or anything. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you might see me online. You might not. And, um, you know, you can always send me your thoughts about it if you like it. Or if you have a particular class or power combination you like and you might, might want to mention it. And do some uh, debate on it. Uh, you know, go ahead and post and we can do some debating and blah, 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 blah. This isn't happening, Dale. We're not here. It's just a bad dream. Oh, I agree completely. Why, we'll wake up any minute to conquer and have a laugh about all this. So that's it for Podcast 45. Hope everybody had a good time. I can't really think of anything to say in the close. Mass Effect 3 is due out on Tuesday. So those of you who have been watching for that, uh, you know, pick it up. Or pick it up already because you're living in the future and it's already out and it's past Tuesday. Nothing really huge in life updates. I did play some online gaming with Genesee and her friends. I have a class friend that sort of hangs out with me. You know, and we, we talk about stuff and gaming and, and various things before and after class. And he kind of hung out with me at the restaurant for about an hour. So lately I've been feeling more like a regular person and, you know, a little bit happier. My health is kind of still bad, but it's not it's not terrible. I think, you know, the feeling happier helps a little bit. I think, too, I've had a cold. So, um, you know, whenever it is, I, I, I finish getting over that. Um, you know, maybe I'll feel a little bit better from that, too. Lately, I've had some sneezing and some coughing and a little bit of chest congestion. 
As I think I mentioned before, there's a lot of Guild Wars 2 footage that came out from a beta weekend they did, um, I guess, two weekends ago now. So you might want to take a look around if you're interested in Guild Wars 2 and haven't looked up any stuff lately. There's a lot of new stuff out there. And yeah, that's um, all I can think of for this time. So hopefully everybody had a good time. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. Ha 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 Blood will run down his face when he is decapitated! Ah! His head on my mantle is how I will let this world know how much I love you. Comment about the... <clears throat> Comment about the... Comment about the... Eh. One of the games that I return to and play over and over, kind of... Uh, one of the games that I've returned to and played over... Uh, eh. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought the question was directed at me. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation... You can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdotcom. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space, and be sure to put the number 1 in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2012 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.